All right, the Colorado Avalanche start 2024 off right with a come-from-behind overtime win against the New York Islanders. And the difference, we have Nathan McKinnon, and you don't. New episode of Locked on Avalanche coming out. Your Locked on Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Lockdown Avalanche Podcast. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Thank you for tuning in, making it your first listen of the day. Always appreciated. Make sure you're following us on our social media outlets, LOP and underscore Avalanche on Twitter, X, Lockdown Avalanche on Instagram and Threads. Questions, comments, that gets me every time. Questions, comments, concerns, and opinions, Lockdown Avalanche at Gmail. Dot com and make sure you are following us on our YouTube channel. Hit subscribe, get notified when a new show goes live. And one more thing, make sure you subscribe to our subtext as well. Link to that is in the show notes below. Because when you do, you become a special insider that chats with Kyle and I one-on-one and we get your take on everything abs, which we share on this very show. Uh, all right, Kyle, let's dive right into this thing. Abs first game of the new year. They welcome the Long Island, Long Island, the Long Island Islanders. Technically, <laughs> Long Islanders, um, uh, and and it's their second and final game against the Islanders, and they take this thing. But it wasn't coming easy, and you know, it was. It was. I was thinking it was like going to be one of those games where th- is the goaltending going to fail the Avs now? And we'll talk about Georgiev kind of a little bit more in detail a little bit later on, but. Uh, it, it was they, they were playing well offensively. It was mm-hmm. another game where they were just really doing whatever they wanted to do. And they were getting some goals here and there, but they were giving them up on the back end. And you were just watching like, man, I really hope this isn't that type of game because they're not playing poorly, with the exception of the of uh, Georgiev in the beginning. Um, and then, you know, he settled down and the abs just stuck to their game. You heard them say this over and over again over the past month that we can't get away from our game is if the game's not out of hand and we're still in the game we just have to keep playing our game and we will see results and that's exactly what they did the thing goes into overtime where nathan mckinnon fires an absolute rocket that nobody is going to stop uh and there's your game winner and you know you mentioned the avalanche kind of every time they're asked about their performance so far, the avalanche always say, we got to get back to our game. They also throw in this little addition to that. And I think it was, it holds evident what they're talking about in this game that we just witnessed. They always mention we are getting punished for every mistake we make. And you Mm. heard that throughout the game. And when your gift lets up three goals on nine shots, you look at it in that context, when they do make mistakes, those are going in. And you <clears throat> you play a, a really good game on the forward. You play really good game defensively. Yeah. Yeah. And they get those breakout chances, no traffic, one-on-one with your gift, two go five hole, one go over your glove. You're getting penalized for a mistake. Yeah. 
<clears throat> it gets frustrating after a while. Like, and they even had to do a goalie change. I still have no idea what's going on with Barlamov. I don't know what happened with that? Did, did they did I miss it when you know? Did they come back later in the game and say why? I don't know. It, it don't was know never. It was never announced on the broadcast. And I was sitting there scrolling through X, trying to find mm-hmm. something that's going on, and nothing was said. So you had two goalies that the Avalanche successfully made hot and made them look good with their shots and. But the Islanders got in the way, were blocking a lot of shots too. So it was one of those those typical avalanche games that they had every excuse in the world to get frustrated, throw up their hands and say, I know we have Dallas, we got to get on the road. Mm. You just kind of pack it in, but they didn't. They were resilient. Yeah. They had to come back multiple times. They were down to start yeah. the game. Yeah. So yeah. for the avalanche to rally together, with everything working against them, even when they're doing the things that they're supposed to do right and win this game speaks a lot to this team. And I think the Islanders were down two defensemen by the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were only playing with, with, with four demons. So that plays to the avalanche favor, obviously. Um, but yeah, you had, you know, the, the, the first goal of the game for the Islanders uh, avalanche were, were, were playing well. And, Sam Gerard goes to I think he went to try to make a shot or 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 make a pass and it kind of slid off his stick and then he tries to back check and the puck is kind of like landing in front of him and he takes a swipe at it and it goes over his stick and then you know it's not so much a breakaway but it it, it the the uh who got the first goal for the Islanders Pierre Engvall um, the pickup okay, so, from Toronto Yeah so like he He's got position on on uh, Gerard so much so where it's like you know it, nothing's blocking Georgiev to to make that 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 save. So yeah, I mean, and then you had a couple others that that he, the next two, the really the only one that you're forgiving him on is the one that just went off of Jack Johnson's skate. Yeah, that's a redirect that he he's he's not you know I, I think he was tracking that puck okay that that's just. One of those fluky things that you can't control. That was their fourth goal. The other three, he needs to stop those. Mm-hmm. Absolutely needs to stop those. Um, but you know, having said that, the like, yeah, you said like, you know, they, they got down multiple times in this game. Um, but my God, they were <laughs> they were doing whatever they wanted to do. Yeah. And getting a shot on goal, and I'm I'm honestly sitting there thinking like I, I'm I'm pretty confident they can come back in this game. I do not if if Georgiev can settle down, and we've seen him do this before, where you know he he has a rough start to a game or a rough patch to a game that gets them behind, and as a team they don't panic and say like we let we have to change our system. Um, you need to start playing better. You being Georgiev. And let us do our job, and that's what they did. Yeah, you can talk about the Georgiev thing, and we, and we are obviously, but um, he, you know, you, you can fault him for those those three goals because he's got to stop those. And then on the flip side, you got to give him some credit for really keeping it where it was to let the the team do what they need to do to claw back into this thing and win it. And you know, Chris, like the way you're explaining it. And hearing you talk about which goals you're going to forgive him on. We do that so many episodes of this post-game on 
we're going to forgive him for that one. That was a crazy dribbler. He didn't really get a good look. Eventually, mm -hmm. you're going to get sick, and we're going to talk about your gift in depth. And mm -hmm. but you're going to get tired of giving him allowances or treating him like a golfer with a handicap score, and you have to moderate like modify your analysis to his play. That that's going to get old after a while. But the thing that's really standing out with this team right now, everybody focuses on the goalie issue. And defense is getting better. You see that in the shot discrepancy, especially when the game starts out. It evens out towards the end, but mm -hmm. the defense is getting better. Thanks, Sam Gerard. Welcome back. Mm -hmm. But go top to bottom on this team. You're starting to see from the top line working its way down, the streaks are continuing. You're seeing Nachushkin looking incredible. Nathan McKinnon mm -hmm. just out of this world. Jonathan drew in. 10 points, he's 10 games. He's starting to come on. Yeah, he, he's firing right now. And, and that's what you want to see. We we talk about consistency and somebody stepping up. That's what you're getting from the top line. And guess what? When you get production like that, you make it easier on the second line because if your top line scores, the next line that comes out, they're disheartened that they just got scored on and they got to try and come back. It gives the advantage to the avalanche second line and the third line. This is how you start building consistency from the ground up is get that top line going. And right now the avalanche are just buzzing on that top line. Well, let's talk about that top line, um, specifically Nathan McKinnon and uh, Valnichuskin. So because um, they were they were just you, you can't you had they had no answer for them. So uh, let's talk about them and we will do that coming up next. Right now, we're going to hear from Game Time and the Game Time app because you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last minute deals, all in pricing views from your seat and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Some of the things that we love about the Game Time experience you have those last minute tickets the flash deals and the zone deals if there's a specific section that you're looking for keep going back checking the app because they might have uh, special deals right for that section uh, and we always talk about the view from your seats how it's incorporated into the app it's seamless it's just like scrolling through a social media app and you never have to go into the the, the section then into the seat to see the the seat view it's right there right on the main page uh, so you can download the game time app, create an account, use the code locked on for $20 off your first purchase terms apply. So again, create an account and redeem the code locked on L O C K E D O N for $20 off download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. So, uh, we talked, we touched on that, that top line. Um, I, I just don't think people are, are giving around the league or giving them enough credit for how good these guys are playing right now with Nico Rantanen, Valanchuskin and Nathan McKinnon. We want Nathan McKinnon was the, the top, uh, star first star of the month for the month of December. Those 29 points are franchise record for any given month. Um, you know, he was the, the player of the week for one week and now he gets the player of the month. He scored uh, multiple points in this game, which gave him uh, continued his streak of home to start a season home game point streak 
of 20 games. He's halfway to Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but it's, and I didn't know this, it's been 35 years since anybody's done 20 games to start uh, a season um, at home. So he is on an absolute tear, and you can see it in his play. He he wears everything outwardly, right? He wears yeah. it on his sleeve. Or he wears it on, on the, the front of his jersey. And, you know, uh, the, the game against the Sharks when he had that hit that everyone is talking about, like he is just playing every facet of the game right now to an absolute elite level. And you incorporate Miko Rantanen, who continues to just – mosey along like people yeah. are kind of last year it was is miko rantanen and nathan mckinnon was there just kind of doing like the dirty work now it's kind of flipped and nathan mckinnon is just through the roof and val Nachuskin is continues to to just putts along too uh it, it, it's incredible what this top line is doing and then in in the overtime for you know you had the power play to start the overtime and for you just you knew they were going to get looks because it's a four on three and McKinnon didn't waste any time. Didn't waste any time. And that was just an, an absolute rocket. It, like I, that, I just want to know what that feels like one time in my life, Kyle, to, to oh. take a snapshot like that and roof and, it. I'd love to know. And you know, I, I'll back it up just a little bit more before that on that top line production. If Nachushkin put that goal in that he literally shouldered two defenders off of him made just oh man it was one of the most incredible hockey plays i have ever seen and if he would have put that in you remember that kale mccarr uh that quick turn chicago highlight that we saw for like a year and a half this would be the new clip yeah and it was by the way that was in so well let's let's uh, let's talk about that first of all like you just saw like how you just cannot move val like yeah. he, he he made you, that's such a difficult move to make on so many levels, and you know they had two defenders trying to pinch him, and he just shrugged them off like they were nothing. Um, but as far like yeah, I'm a little bit confused on on why that was not a goal, because you're 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 looking at the the replay, and you the, I mean the whistle blows much late, like when yeah. I say much later, like three or four seconds afterwards. And from my understanding is like, you can't, you can't go back. I don't know, man. Like, like, again, we're recording this a few minutes after. So maybe there's an explanation, but what I'm looking at is what what they said was there should have been a stoppage. I didn't think you could review that. No. I mean, you can have a stoppage if like something gets thrown out on the ice, like that should have been a stoppage. But if you, if, if you're, if you didn't call the play dead, because remember what happened in that game, um, Ottawa. Well, the Ottawa game against the Avalanche, but just the other day with Tampa, it was Tampa oh. and Montreal, I think. Yeah, yeah. And and so, why can't you go back and say, well, that should have been a stoppage? And yeah, use the Avalanche Ottawa game from last year. That should have been a stoppage too. I didn't think you could go back and review what should have been a stoppage. And I, from what I understand, like they're reviewing if it was a goal, and then you can't go review it and then find something else in the review and say, like, well, then that should have been called. I don't think that's how that works. No. So maybe not. I'm just, like, looking at this wrong, or I, I don't have the right uh, – and I'm sure some people, you know, at the day after will, will maybe comment in the comment section. Please do. But the way I'm viewing it right now is, like, you found something else in the review and then decided to reverse it. Yeah, and I've seen 
pucks get stuck in skates and pads, carry over that red line and be called a goal. So I don't know why, like that should have been a stoppage. Usually if the puck gets trapped somewhere, it's this, I don't understand that. And I also was sitting there when it was called a no goal was confused. It was a delayed penalty at that point. Mm -hmm. And yet the avalanche still went on the power play, even though losing the review. Well, because the, the, the penalty still holds true. Like it's still going to be a penalty, right? Yeah. So the, I was, and, the, and, and the only way that I would say it's not a goal is because it did look like McKinnon kind of pushed his pad into the goal. So I could, I could go with I, that. I got to see it again. I, I only saw it, what was on the broadcast. I haven't seen, I haven't looked up the, the video, but it did look like he kind of, and, and you can't do that, obviously. But again, that's not what they called. They're looking to see if it, if the goal, if the puck passed the goal line, it did. So if you're going to review if it's a goal or not, you have a, a an angle where it shows that it is a goal. And then to come out and say there should have been a stoppage, well, as far as I know, you weren't reviewing that. And then, you know, it's one one more thing like we were talking about in that, uh, that first segment. Mm-hmm. Another way the Avalanche did not let that bother them. When everybody yeah. saw that same replay and said, no, that's a goal, instead of getting frustrated, an emotional Nathan McKinnon, instead of saying, letting that bother him all game long and mm-hmm. chirp the refs or Miko who loves to be in the referee's ear. Yeah. They just kind of shrugged that off and went back to business. That speaks a lot to what we've been asking this team to, you know, just kind of get back to work. Mm-hmm. Looks like the avalanche are doing that. Yeah. And even, you know, you, you had a really good chance by Logan O'Connor on a breakaway, which, Oh God, that, that yeah. would have been solid. If you would able to, to put that one home. Um, well, let, let's uh, let, let's take our final break here, and then we'll get into the stats, some subtext people, and, of course, our uh, sound check. But, um, yeah, I mean, you, you, had, you, had, you had some good, good numbers on the Avalanche side. So we're, we're going to talk about all of that next. All right, let's hear from FanDuel, because right now new customers can get $150 in bonus bets at FanDuel, America's number one sports book, and the NFL regular season is wrapping up. But there's still plenty of time to get on the action with FanDuel. And like I said, you can get that $150 in bonus bets. That's guaranteed when you place just a $5 bet. And you can get that $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. Before it was just if you won, now just win or lose, Kyle. I mean, I can go wrong there. Come on now. I'm- Win or lose with Jared Stedham, it's a win. It's a win. It's always a win. Every, it's, you're winning at all at every angle here. There's no downside. Uh, so the app is super easy to use, and there's so many different ways to bet, like the live same game parlays over unders. You can find the bets in, in the new Explore tab for the game parlays, and uh, you make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, parlays and more. So visit fanduelcom slash Locked on and make your first bet a what, Kyle? Is this a touchdown? Is this a, a safety? Make your first bet a field goal, a field goal, <laughs> a game winning field goal. How about that? Uh, so, FanDuel, it's the official partner of the NFL. 
All right, let's jump into some stats here uh, for the Avs. First of all, the, the you know time on ice was was pretty even, kind of what you want to see. Your third, excuse me, your fourth line was just below ten minutes for most people. Um, and they took the first minutes. face off. <laughs> yeah, they did, and the third, I think, too. Mm-hmm. The first and the third, yeah. Um, so, you know, you, you were rolling your lines, which is nice. You want to see that. Valentin with the two goals. Um, Logan O'Connor had an assist. Druen with uh, the goal and an assist. Uh, we'll get back to him in a second. Nathan McKinnon, one goal, two assists, three-point night for him. Mika Rantanen, two assists. On the defensive end, Taves with uh, one goal. He's hot right now. Yeah. Devon Taves is, is really catching fire. And, th- and that's the thing. Like, you're, you're getting a lot of these guys. We're talking about the top line on the defensive end. He's playing fantastic. Um, Kale McCarr doing his thing with three assists, and Sammy G gets his first point since coming back with an assist. So, you know, you, you're getting really good play, really from, you know, I, I say like top to bottom. You know, your, your fourth line is not early in the year, you were having that like third, fourth line that was really carrying your team. They've kind of settled into just doing what they need to do, they're, they're not a liability. You'd like to see them maybe knock in a goal or two, especially in that fourth line. Um, but it's okay. Like, all right, like you know, you're out there to to you know just get some minutes out there, spell the top line, and you know if if you make something happen, great. They they battle, they fight. You got Andrew Cogliano on there, who's never gonna you know take a shift off. So just you're you're getting a good vibe, even even though they were down. Mm-hmm. you're you're getting a good vibe that they were that they're playing well and like i said on the defensive end Taves is starting to really start to click um it just feels like it's starting to come together a little bit more yeah and you mentioned Taves, like Taves and mccarr and then manson looks like a completely different josh he manson really does be, begun the year and sam yep. sam gerard he's he's ascending into his role he's now got a point you know he's going to start building off that Jack Johnson, physical presence. Who would have thought? Bo Byram, quiet. What do you know? No delay mm-hmm. of games. That's also nice. So, like, mm-hmm. defense is looking good. I'd like to see a little bit more out of Miles Wood. Haven't heard his well, name in a while. Um, but he he's like a a, a mini Cogliano. You know what and, I mean? Like, and with good lord, he doesn't with stop. Miles and Cogliano out there. What they're I think they're shifting into that role of getting the teams they're playing against out of their element because they mm-hmm. rough them up. They make things just uncomfortable. They agitate. Fourth line goes out there, gives them that little bit of advantage, and that top line goes out there and takes advantage of those emotions and puts things away. So, I mean, and everything in, in front of Georgiev seems to be doing, you know, their job mm-hmm. and, and starting to click and starting to hit their stride. What I mean, do we have lasting concerns with Georgiev right now? Do, like, do do we feel like you know we, we gave everybody else the, you know up until now to really start feeling like how we're talking about um, you know the forwards and defensemen starting to to play well and play their roles? Do we say the same thing for Georgiev and 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 allow him like a little bit more time to just be more consistent because you're seeing good mixed with bad. So if everybody else needed some time to really just get into a groove, does he just need a little bit more time or we're into January? Should you be like, no, man, you should be with everybody else right now. 
And this is not our first rodeo with Yorgiev. He's not mm-hmm. like the Miles Wood, the Ryan Johansons, uh, Ross Coltons. Like he's been around. He should understand and he should know where this team's going. And it's starting like I think this game against the Islanders is he's on you know how they have like severe weather watches. Mm. He's on he's on a watch. He's on watch. Because <laughs> yeah, I I don't think I've, three goals on nine shots. It's not will, a good start. No, it's against I mean, I understand the Islanders are not bad, but with that team, how they're performing in front of you, if you stop one of those, momentum is key in these kind of mm-hmm. matchups. And if you're giving up three goals on nine shots, it's hard to keep momentum going. And boy, this Avalanche team, they would have had a lockdown goaltender. This would have been a, <clears throat> a completely different score, a completely different momentum throughout right. the game. And yeah. you don't need to be compensating for your goalie if you want to get things going. So this this was a little bit alarming performance from Yorgiev. Um, just looking at the shots on goal, I know it's the second game in a row. I don't know how far back this goes. I'm just seeing it now. Um, second game in a row where they have not given up double-digit goals, or excuse me, double-digit shots on goal in any period. So uh, the one against the Sharks was insanely low. <laughs> um, yeah. But for the Islanders, they had eight, nine, and five for the first, second, and third shots on goal. So he's not getting overworked. The, the, the defense is, is not allowing a ton of shots going in his direction. So like you're saying, like you got to stop these. You got to stop these because, yeah, this game would have taken a, a different look if, if you're getting just solid goaltending and you run away with a 5-1 to one win rather than needing overtime uh, to get past the Islanders. So I, and, it's like it's good and bad. I mean, like it, it, it's a bad start, but again – he held it down. Do you want to keep doing that? Like that is not a recipe for success for me because that's just, you know, that makes everybody's stress levels rise, makes the team just be like, why do we have to keep doing this? We're, you know, and, and I'm not saying they're going to turn on him, but maybe from, you know, the, the, the suits in in the front office, take a look at that and be like, that's not how we want to win games. We want to win games. We're in command much more than we were able to last year. So I, maybe it's an off season thing. But um, or or, you know, you still have a ton of games left. He gets into that mode. It just takes them took him a little bit longer to get there. Like the rest of the team is like you feel they are right now. And your hasn't seen 30 shots in his last five games. And that yeah. also includes like a two one win against St. Louis of all teams. Mm-hmm. A by the way, a comeback win from the Arizona Coyotes like. You need to have confidence in your goalie. And if you're getting limited shots, you, that means it's, it's an easier job for you. Should be. So, in theory. In theory. In theory. Yeah. So it's yep. it's concerning. So if you want to see things turn around, that's where you start. Um, well, it's, we'll start there on subtext. Easton says, uh, look, Georgia has to be better. Technically, over the last three, he has only given up six, so two per game. I'm still a believer is uh, there just a lot of tape on him now and he's getting exposed. That's a good question because this was really his first full-time gig. And um, it's, it's like, you know, those quarterbacks that come out of nowhere in in the NFL Uh, wait till the following year when there's tape on them and, you know, you know, defenses in the NFL are going to figure them out. Is that happening now for him? Uh, The first two goals were five hole clean. 
no traffic. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, but he said, good job outscoring the issues of uh, the occasional sloppy defense and turnovers. Um, Keegan, yeah. Um, by the way, we didn't, I should have started with this. Someone on this very podcast said this game was going five to four in overtime, and it was not me. So there's only one other person in this room that, uh, yeah, dude, <laughs> I, well done. I, I did not see a five to four, uh, overtime win in this game whatsoever that was my that's so. a raven moment i had my vision <laughs> in the future um vargar says where is he uh pros mark crawford used to say our top guys were our very top guys tonight i love that <laughs> quote um mac mccarr nuke miko were great sammy g breaking uh the puck break bringing the puck out and laying guys out twice yeah sam gerard uh Ooh. throwing some weight around hey now uh, clean hit too. So good for you, boy. Uh, and she's doing his landing impression in the front of the net cons, yeah. another inconsistent game from Georgie, uh, an eight, one, eight save percentage. Yeah, man, that's no, that it's ugly. I mean, when you look at that, but like we said, like it really was two different games for him, a bad yeah. game and a good game, lack of scoring depth and a real two C would be nice. Another solid defender would help as well. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I'm I'm happy with the defense right now, and I'm especially happy with Jack Johnson of all people. Yeah, where like he has found some fountain of youth where he he just he's not making mistakes and he's bodying um, people. He oh, absolutely, that's his game. That's his game. He's not making any like dumb turnovers, and when he gets a, a, a chance to take a shot, it's like a ninety plus mile an hour shot. So he's been good. He's been very, very surprising this year. I'm happy with him. So I, I love the defense top to bottom right now. Yeah. Um, there were, let's see. what This is uh, Keegan as well. Um, entertaining game. Avs played solid 60 and uh, definitely deserved the two points. Everyone looked sharp. Played smart hockey. Hopefully they will keep it up rolling into Dallas because you didn't want that. You didn't want a loss heading into Dallas. Come on. No. You didn't and, want... I, and I'm already. I, I don't want to hear that goal horn in Dallas. So you want this momentum carried over. <laughs> yep. Uh, Kyle says 2024 is the year of the dog. Nate remains red hot. Incredible to see him take his game to an even higher level, which is scary. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely scary. Um, and then finally, uh, remember how we said yesterday that, that Madam Battleaxe was going to wear her uh, abs jersey all around New York City? She sent in uh, a, a few pictures of her around New York City, head to toe abs gear, repping. I love it. I love it. Sorry to take that overtime prediction from you, Madam Battle. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So let's get to our last bit of business here. And that is our Locked On Avalanche sound check. Kyle and I pick a song each that we feel best represents the most recent game. And these songs go up on a playlist over on Spotify. Just search for the playlist LOA Soundcheck, volume number three. This one is. What do you have for the Islanders and Avalanche there? I'm going to read you just an excerpt from this song. Oh, oh, okay. This is poetry night. Take all this pride and leave it behind. Because one day it ends, one day we die. Believe what you will. This is your right, but I choose to win. I choose to fight to fight Ooh. oh that is weathered what? by creed <laughs> <laughs> uh 
running through brick walls with those lyrics, man. Wow. That it sums up the the Avalanche game against the Islanders. Like they were weathered, they were beat down, they had everything go against them, reviews, goalie falling apart, and they still weathered the storm and mm-hmm. got the win. Mm-hmm. I love it. <clears throat> and lyrics to boot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Can't beat that, man. No, that's that's a good one. Um, I'm gonna focus more on the 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 guys we were talking about like the, those top line guys <clears throat> namely nathan mckinnon uh because we we should just be thanking our lucky stars day and not take this guy for granted like we I'm not saying we do um enjoy this while he's doing this yeah um you know we we love touting kale mccarr and he's deserving of it but nathan mckinnon is on a roll right now um that we really haven't seen in in some time so that's why I'm going with uh, the band is Mars Volta, one of my mm. favorite bands, um, and the song is called Goliath. That's what he's he's just playing like a a beast of a man right now. And when you listen to this song, it's just a hectic, chaotic drums like you've never heard in your life before. Um, go listen to that song because it's just it. it it's kind of like Nathan McKinnon, how he's just like just. Uh, we say use the term bull in a china shop all the time like that's this song it's just so crazy and loud and bombastic it's nathan mckinnon to a t and the fact it's called goliath exactly what he is right now i'm glad mars volt is on our playlist they are fantastic fantastic band Uh, nobody really out like like them uh, that i think no so go check it out all right um it's gonna wrap it up for today we will be back tomorrow. We'll have some morning leftovers and anything else that happens in Avalanche land. Um, so if you want, you know, join the subtext, people. If you want some uh, your, your thoughts read on the air, we'll do that tomorrow as well. Um, it's going to wrap it up. So solid win for the Avs. He is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is the Locked on Avalanche podcast. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Oh, abs go.